Good morning. Good morning. This is Binyam on the Ben Checking In Podcast. We are on episode 15 of the Ben Checking In Podcast. Today is July the 22nd, 2021. And I'm glad to be back again. Um, actually, this morning, it's a bit of a, I don't know. I've just been sitting here this morning accounting for a whole bunch of stuff that I have to do. And getting a little bit overwhelmed by it, so I sat down with those feelings. I rarely feel those feelings, but when they do come up, it's like, let's just sit through this and experience it for a while. Um, but I'm thrilled to be back on the Binge Checking In podcast. This morning, we are considering the question, what have been your biggest mistakes and what have you learned from them? Your biggest mistakes and what have you learned from them? I can't wait to dive into this. Good morning to all my friends coming in on the live streams on the TikTok uh, channel, on the Instagram channel, and on the YouTube as well. I'm glad to have you join me for a few moments. And the three reasons that I am doing this podcast, threefold. One is to increase in self-awareness. I want to grow, get to know myself better. I want to understand what makes me me. Secondly, it's to increase the, um, to increase my, um, happiness. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with the comments here. Someone commenting on my beard is saying fresh beard. Um, and then, uh, and then thirdly, it's to learn to be kind to myself. Those are the three things I want to accomplish as I go through this discipline for myself. I'm sharing this experience with you guys so that you guys can be a part of it as well. I'd love to have your uh, involvement and growth with me as well. So for those three things, one, to grow in awareness of ourselves, second, to maximize our happiness, and thirdly, to uh, learn to be kind to ourselves. On my website, I've got a, uh, a freebie that I'm featuring. Um, you can find it at biddymasters.com slash happiness, where I give you my three key ingredients for how I stay in this zone of happiness uh, for extended periods of time and happiness is one of those things that we all love to experience so go ahead and check that out minimasses.com slash happiness let's dive into today's question biggest mistakes you've learned and what have you learned from them so this is one of those questions self-reflective questions that uh, helps us look at our past where we've come from and uh, why this one here is meaningful is because as we answer this question here, it gets us thinking about how we're progressing and growing. One of the biggest things that I've learned in my few decades of life has been that we are a process of growth. Uh, we're a process of growth, especially by way of um, learning new things along the way, shifting, changing perspectives. There's a few different things that come along the way that enable us to see this growth. And a huge one is the things that we're learning as we go along the way. The things we're learning, especially by way of saying, huh, I don't want to make this mistake again here, but what do I have to do to not go back there? So change is a necessary um, certainty that we go through as human beings. And it's really important to consider how we are growing or changing or changing over time. And this change usually comes by way of how we're learning through our various challenges that we experience. Now, these aren't the same for just anyone and everyone. We've got different expressions of them. And I'm going to share with you some of my big ones, some of my really big ones. That I'm saying these are so... Uh, 
this is like so necessary for me to reflect on because I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back and relearn those lessons. There are mistakes that I made along the way. I don't want to re-experience them. I want to grow into something new. And so along those lines, that's why I appreciate this question is because it keeps me remembering where I've been so I don't go back to areas that I don't want to repeat anymore. And that usually comes by this gift of our memory. Um, the one thing we're looking at here is the biggest mistakes. I'm not looking at, you know, the smaller ones that may not be as significant in comparison, but the main ones, the really big ones that are heavy hitting. Why? Because those usually help us determine some non-negotiables as we're going forward. Um, so happy to see you needed to get up getting your own podcast business going what <laughs> thank you good to see you guys yes this is a podcast thanks for coming in you guys i am so thankful for your encouragement along the way thank you thank you thank you so um we are talking about the question what's your biggest mistakes and what have you learned from them i'm just saying that this is a really helpful process because as we remember we're reflecting on our new trajectory in life where we're going what we're wanting to make really important as we go forward and um, secondly, I like that it causes us to re uh, reflect from the past into the future. So as we, remember, as we remember the past, we're saying, okay, given the circumstances that happened before, where am I going now that I want to um, choose so that I have a different experience? Remembering the past helps us to go forward. And... Um, Finally, I think the really important part, I'm just trying to keep up with the comments here. You guys are sending so much uh, encouragement. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that encouragement, friends. I do appreciate that. Okay, I'm going to try to keep on focus here, though, because <laughs> it's hard to keep in mind your comments and your encouragements while I keep on track with what I'm trying to say here. Uh, finally, uh, it is also the necessary component as we're reflecting on the past and thinking about our future that we're on this process of growth. That's one of the pillars of this podcast here is I want to grow in self-awareness of myself. I want you guys to grow in self-awareness of yourselves so that we can start moving in a direction that encourages us. Growth is a fantastic thing. You know what it's like when you don't see growth in your life? It's a really discouraging thing. For example, let's say you buy a plant. You have a... You, you want to buy a plant and you want to see it grow. So you want to see some flowers come from it. Maybe you want to see some fruits from it, a fruit tree you're planted. And so you invest a lot of energy in helping this um, plant grow. You put it in the right soil. You start watering. You, putting, you put it out in the sun so it, it gets some sunlight. You give it as much as it needs so that it will enhance the growth. And as you wait for that growth component, if it doesn't come, that's a really discouraging thing. It's a really discouraging thing to come to something you're hoping to see evolve and change and grow over time to see no change. Same thing for our own context. If we're not giving ourselves these things that enable us to grow over time, it's a really discouraging thing. It's fantastic when you see growth over time. Imagine a baby. Imagine seeing how a baby is, you know, babbling as they do, goo goo gaga, you know, kind of language. And they're just trying to interact with the world from their perspective. It's so much fun because you're like, this is so cute. But it's not cute if you see that baby growing in stature and in, in its body and strength, but remaining at the same place mentally. You want to see that growth in this little individual to have new awareness, new intuition, new knowledge, 
and to be able to relate to its world in an age-appropriate way, right? You wouldn't be expecting to see, for example, a five-year-old um, in a university class level or a graduate program having to um, execute at the level intellectually of those who are at that age level and ability to reason and think that way. But over time, you expect to see the growth of this little five-year-old as a they go through the various uh, years of age and um, uh, academic levels, increasing in their ability to grow. That's a that encouraging thing. And so that's why I value this element of growth in my life. So as I consider this question, the biggest mistakes, yes, let's reflect on where, we've once, where we once were, but we're reflecting on them so that we can see how we're growing into something else in the future. And that's why I love the second part of the question. Not only the biggest mistakes, but then what have we learn from them? How have we grown as a result of these experiences in the biggest mistakes that we've made? And that growth component is one of those things I think that for me is non-negotiable. In my own personal life, I want to see growth in my own character, in my own ability of thinking, in my own way of engaging with the world around me. I thrive on growth. And that's like one of my non-negotiables. When someone wants to hang out with me, I'm like, Yes, hell yes, but I want to see us growing forward together. That's what my friendship context looks like, is how are we growing together as we go through this experience called life? That's a really necessary component for me, is that element of growth. That really, really matters to me. So I want to uh, ask you guys, what does that look like for yourselves as you're going through this experience of life? What are those biggest mistakes that you've made? What are those... Um, areas that you want to uh, see growth in as you're reflecting on your biggest mistakes. Um, I'm being asked, what about growing in relationships? Absolutely. Growing in relationships, actually, in essence, growing in every uh, area of your life, I think is a really important thing. Growing in every area of your life. Yes, I'm still doing Uber. So that's what I'm talking about is what does growth look like, um, especially as you reflect on your mistakes from the past, going forward, what you're learning from them, and how you're shifting and changing to growing to something else that represents something that resonates with who you are, what you want to accomplish, what your identity is. That's what I'm wanting to address in this episode today. So that's what I'm thinking as I reflect on this question here. Let me now jump into my answer that I, I, I'm going to share with you guys. Some of my biggest mistakes in life. I've thought so much about this because I've gone through massive growth and change in the last few years. Massive in reference to the past few decades of my life. But they've been so instrumental. They've kind of set me on a trajectory now where I have very clearly drawn lines around what my non-negotiables are because I do not want to go back to where I once was. I really, really want to see what it looks like for me to grow to the next level of what's going to serve me well. I would say one of my biggest mistakes in life, one of my biggest mistakes has been not being honest with myself not being honest with myself. How this took its expression was in a very codependent manner of living. What, what, I'm, what I mean by this is I've lived for such a long span of time in my life whereby I was a lot more concerned about what people's expectations of me were 
to the extent that I said, I'm going to try and please everyone around me, regardless of what my thoughts and my feelings and my ideas are. I'm going to put those on hold because they're not as important. I'm actually scared of expressing who the real Binyam is. If anyone would ever know the real Binyam, the way I think, the way I struggle, the way I'm trying to figure life out, the way I sort out what makes sense, if anyone actually ever knew what that looked like for me, I would be a write-off socially. So fearful of that end, I said, I'm going to clamp Binium down and I'm going to learn to be able to watch around me and see what people's expectations of me are. And I'm going to try and fulfill on all of those things that their expectations of me would be. And in essence, that's what I mean when I say I was not honest with myself. I was rather codependent on other people's expectations for me. And as a result, I grew up for many years, imbibing and taking on the expectations of others, regardless of if I agreed with them or not, and trying to fulfill that. And why that was dishonest for me was I never told people what I really felt, what I really believed, what I really thought. I didn't feel safe to do so. And so as I started giving them what I thought they wanted to hear, I did really well at this. I did really well at convincing others of what they wanted to see from me. And um, as I fulfilled their expectations, there was a something that wasn't the, 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 uh, lining up. Uh, you reading here, Binium? Okay, your voice is very low. How is that coming right now? Uh, and I grew up thinking I had to be consistent, says one commenter here. The way I appeared or acted like so everyone else views me, so the same way too. Got it, got it. Yeah, you're, you're resonating with me too. Yeah, that was one of the things for me was how to be able to fulfill on everyone else's expectations. And as I did that, as I related with my world and tried to mix in the community, with this premise, people were like saying to me, yes, Binyam, you're doing amazing because I was fulfilling their expectations of me, what I thought they wanted. I did that so well, so well that they gave me their um their acceptance, their their um, accolades. They were like, Benny, you're really amazing because you're able to do all these things. It's just that I was able to do what they, what I felt that they wanted me to do. I was able to read them really well. And I never gave them the real Binyam. And so that's where the dishonesty for me came. Now, over time, over decades of doing this, the more I did this, the more people bought into a certain version of me that I was presenting to them. But as I presented this version of myself to them, it was the kind that wasn't the real Binyam. And so I was really presenting them something that wasn't really me. And so they're buying into something that they're like, okay, this is what Binyam is all about and how he thinks and feels, but it really didn't represent me. This doesn't seem like a big deal until you start realizing that there are some commitments that we make when we're in community with others, the kind of commitments we make by way of beliefs and ideas and ideologies and perspectives. And people start connecting based on these things. Imagine what it's like to think you know someone and think that you're on the same page with them, only to find out years and years later that the person you thought you knew wasn't really that person. In fact, they were something totally different, especially if they never felt like they could actually share with you how they really feel. This is not intimate connection, friendship-wise or relationship-wise. This is actually something of a counterfeit. It's like you're giving a counterfeit of yourself. They think you believe something. And so um, that's something that is really, really um, uh, unfortunate. Now, my friends here on the TikTok are saying that my volume is really low. How is that? Is that is, is that sounding better? I just turned up the volume on my phone. 
Hopefully that makes a big difference. That's a really big concern for me that I went for many years living this way is offering a version of myself that people thought they were getting the real binium, but in, in reality they weren't getting the real binium. In, in reality they were getting something of a counterfeit. It's kind of like going to the bank and passing them a bill, like uh, let's say a $10 um, uh, note, and as a banker looks at it, they say, this isn't actually the real thing. We need the real thing. And they won't accept that, right? Only you had thought that this was the real thing. That's what it was like when I presented this version of myself that people thought they knew and it wasn't the real me. <sighs> I'm just reflecting on how painful it is, even as I think about how I, for many years, with so many good people in my life, offered a version of me that wasn't the real me. And in essence, it was dishonesty. It was dishonesty on a real significant level. That kind of breaks my heart even as I reflect on it now because the hurt that it caused in the long run was far-reaching and deep. Far-reaching and deep. And here's what that looked like. It was under false presentation of myself that I got to know a really beautiful girl and developed a relationship with her. Again, offering her what I think that she, I thought that she wanted from me, but now never really sharing the real me. And then eventually making a life with her, having kids with her. Only at the very end of it all to come to realize that um, it was not really reflective of the real me. And when I finally told her, hey, this is the real me, and I'm really sorry that I sold you something that wasn't the real me. The hurt that she experienced, whereby she said, I thought that you were this. This is what you presented to me, and I made, based my whole life in spending it with you based on this idea that, that you shared with me. And so that was a painful thing. Painful thing. Painful for thing for me to go to so many of my community and say, guys, I told you this is who, who I was, but really I'm actually this person over here. So painful. People were really hurt by that. So that's why I say this is one of my biggest mistakes in life. Biggest mistakes is giving my, giving a version of myself that wasn't the real me. Hi, Benyam from Australia. Love your life advice. It's got me through some hard times. So glad it has served you, my friend. Thank you for being here. So all that to say, that was a tough time. That was a really difficult time when I finally chose to be transparent. Here's the thing. I could have made the decision to keep on going in my life as I had been. I could keep on going um, and sort of giving this presentation that people thought they knew of me. But it wouldn't be the truth. And I, I knew I value the truth immensely. And I'd just gotten so far from the mark that I wanted to. So what have I learned from this big mistake in my life? That honesty from me to others is non-negotiable. I want to hold myself so ruthlessly accountable that when I'm interacting with others, I'm actually giving them the real me now. Saying, here's how I really think. Here's what I really believe. Here's how I want to operate in my life. This is the real me now as I'm going forward. I'm done with the days where I was thinking more on lines of what do I have to do to 
uh, find the acceptance of other people. Now I'm saying, nope, screw that now. I'm going to give them the real Benjamin and say, here's how I, I really am. Here's how I really believe. Here's what really matters to me. And as I do that, I want to be able to say, you can choose to say yes to me in, in, in the real version that I'm presenting to you. Or you can say no thanks and maybe part company. And that really means a lot for me. So my big my big lesson that I've learned from this is how can I give the real binium in honesty going forward from this point on? How can I engage and interact with my world in a real sense that way? And this has been something that I found non-negotiable for me. Now, I understand that not everyone is going to hold the standard. I understand that by nature, we are going to struggle with honesty. Even myself, to this point, I, I sometimes have to do that once uh, in a while. Uh, Redskin says, the mighty Benjamin. Thank you, my brother. Any advice on a girl who I have a child with? We love each other, but just can't make it work. Um, I would probably suggest, my dear friend, consider counseling um, and see if that might be of some help. Counseling with a psychologist or a therapist or um, a counselor, really helpful because they've got tools that helps you get to know yourself better. Kind of like what I'm doing here. They'll help you grow in more awareness of yourself and how you can grow as a person and where your boundaries lie. I'm not saying that it's necessarily going to work for you guys when you are going through counseling to get back together again, but it will give you some tools to be able to communicate and understand yourself better, what your boundaries are, how you're going to go forward, and how you can do that in a way that does this instead of this. That's a really important thing. I think uh, when we are able to acknowledge and say, here's where my strengths lie. Here's where I'm struggling. And when we can ask for help in those areas, so we're growing as individuals. Let other people grow in their area. Don't look at their own crap. You take care of your side of the fence and work on your stuff. Learn what it looks like for you to be kind to yourself, for you to grow an awareness of yourself, and for you to also grow and your own happiness by making these distinctions that are really important. That's what I would suggest for you. And then give her space to work on her own stuff. Give her, her space to be able to sort out whatever it is that's on her radar. That's what I think would be really helpful for, for, you, for you, my friend. That's what I had to do for myself, is start working on me in a really significant way by saying, how can I start acknowledging and identifying those codependent traits? Um, and... How can I start growing to the next version of me that I want to be? This has been a few years in the making, and I'm still growing through the season. But now I know much clearer what I want to commit myself to and how I want to present myself to the world around me and how I want to um, offer them the real binium without having to figure out, okay, what do they want from me first? But saying, what do I want from me first? That's a really important thing. So that's one of the big lessons that I've come to value immensely for myself. You won't believe it, but I used, I used to, when I was even younger, struggle with anger. I had an anger uh, problem, and oh, man, I was violent with my younger brothers, and and I had to acknowledge this problem, and also, through a slow process, work on what patience looks like for me, so that I become that kind of a person who's not just reactionary, you know, when whenever I get um, frustrated, but more so along the lines of, hey, what does it look like for me to listen first? Be quicker to listen than, and slower to speak. How can I understand someone else from their perspective? That was really important for me. These are a couple of my biggest mistakes that I have made in my life that have really impacted the person who I am today. As I reflect on these big mistakes in my life, I'm thinking, okay, that's where I once was. I do not have any desire to go back and experience that again. 
what is it I have to do now? What can I learn? How can I grow so that I'm on a different pathway as I go forward in my future? And that's been so important for me personally. That has really shaped and changed my world as I go forward now so that now I'm able to engage from a place of synchronicity where the inside me, the way I think, the way I believe, the way I feel, the way I think, um, it's all like lining up in a beautiful way so that now when I go forward, I can say, here's what my real thoughts are. Here's how I want to engage. Here's how I want to establish those things and my connections with others and, and the opportunities to do so. That's been really important for me. And so I love what I see now. I'm growing this ability to be able to be kind to myself, to give myself space to say, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm just figuring out the best I can as I go forward. I'm able to encourage others to do the same as well because I have this freedom now to share where my story has been without any worry that I'm going to get written off by others. Yes, I do get written off by others when they find out my story and some of the things I've done along the way, they're, they're pretty shocked. They're like, holy crap, Benim, I didn't think you could do that. I didn't think you were that kind of a person. I acknowledge that and say, hey, that's quite all right. I understand that this may be shocking, but this is the real me. And I'm presenting that as a gift to you. A gift so that you can figure out for yourself if you want to be with me by way of friendship or connection or whatever that looks like or not. I'm totally cool with that. And I'm totally open if you're saying, actually, this is not what I want to be involved in. And you find your way out. I send you with love and no hard feelings because I want to honor your your truth is you're saying this isn't something I want in my life and um, I don't have to be everyone's fit. I'm totally fine with that. So my dear friends, these are just some of the th places and, and experiences that I've seen in my context, especially with relation to my biggest mistakes and what I've learned from them. They've really impacted and changed me, but I love those three elements that this question gets me thinking through. One of those is that we reflect on where we've been by way of saying, yeah, this happened. How do I not experience this? By the growth that's necessary as we go and plan for our future and how we're going to change in our next opportunities. And then the biggest part about this is that we do have access to growth. When we are able to grow as a people, we're saying we once were in this zone of thinking and, and experiencing things, we're moving now towards this area that really resonates with us. And with growth comes options. Options are a beautiful thing. When you have options to be able to say, hey, I can choose this pathway or this pathway or this pathway along the way. These are some beautiful things to be able to um, um, experience and reference. And so it's, uh, I mean, life without options is a difficult thing for me to think about. I've experienced that once upon a time, and it was just a really, really di di difficult place to be when you didn't have any options to be able to say, ah, I feel like I'm stuck in the zone. But when you have options, then you have some choices to be able to say, I'm going to choose this one. And you can choose why you're choosing that one. And when it comes to the mistakes we have and the um, opportunity growth we have, it's a far happier place to be, to go through the hard work of growing to become better versions of ourselves. Self-reflection is crucial and something I haven't explored in a long time. Well, I'm glad to have you doing that with me. This is why I'm doing this podcast series, the Ben Checking In Podcast. This is me checking in on myself, me checking in on you guys and saying, hey, what does that look like for us to experience three things? Three things by way of growth in self-awareness, growing in awareness of ourselves and what we are like and how we operate, how we see the world, how we engage the world. Why do we respond the way we do? What are those areas that we feel like we're helpless in? How can we grow even through those? These are some of those things that I value. 
And so I'm encouraged that you're also finding that opportunity to do so and to do that with your child. That is amazing. That is brilliant. Secondly, I'm doing this podcast series because I want to learn to be kind to myself. We are often ruthless with ourselves, ruthless in the sense where we're like, oh man, we are terrible people, we suck, we don't do well. What would it look like for us to change that narrative in our minds, to say, no, we are people worthwhile investing in. We have so much to give to the world. We have so much to be able to uh, speak to ourselves and saying, hey, even as we struggle our way through challenges, we're still worthwhile because we are made to become better versions of ourselves in the way that we see ourselves and in the way we engage the world around us. That's amazing. And thirdly, it's also really important for me to do this because I want to increase and maximize my happiness. Not to say that all the other emotions are not necessary. They are so necessary. But to get to happiness, we got to go through the, we got to slug through some of the um, challenging emotions like sadness or worry or fear, whatever else that looks like. Your happiness is worthwhile and accessible when we are able to do the necessary work in all these others, uh, other emotions. These are the three things that drive me and compel me in this podcast series. I would love to partner with you on a more one-on-one way. On my website, BinnyMasters.com, I've got a resource that's for free at BinnyMasters.com slash happiness, a resource there to check out my thoughts, my ingredients, and um, how I experience happiness. It's not for the paint of art. It's actually a lot of hard work. But on my website as well, I also want to give you a heads up. I have a membership tier that I'd love to have you consider joining in. In that membership tier, you have more access to me one-on-one where I'm able to read your comments and engage with you a lot more and encourage you in this um, process towards being kind to yourself, to growing an awareness of yourself, and maximizing your happiness. I would love to partner with you on that. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Binge Checking In Podcast. I so value you guys. I will see you tomorrow's uh, on tomorrow's podcast. I'm going to say bye to my YouTubers first. YouTubers, thank you for being here. I will see you guys tomorrow. Much love. And, of course, my Instagrammers. Instagrammers, thank you for being here, guys. I will touch base with you on tomorrow's uh, podcast. Have a great Thursday. Love you. And, of course, my TikTokers, thank you for being here. Thank you for your comments and your encouragements along the way. I much really appreciate you guys. Bye. Thanks also on my podcast for being here. We will touch base with you tomorrow. Have a great Thursday.